Good morning, Turks and Caicos. Welcome to First Edition. I'm Cheryl Ann Foreman, and of course, with me is... Shivago Jolly. Ooh, and he's here on time. <laughs> and we've got ladies from the Turks and Caicos AIDS Awareness Foundation. Um, we'd like to say good morning to um, Ananza Jervis. She's the Executive Director of the Turks and Caicos AIDS Awareness Foundation. And of course... Um, our citizen, our friend, our nurse forever, um, Nurse Tyndall. Welcome, ladies. Thank you for joining us on First Edition. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. So tell us a little bit about the Turks and Caicos AIDS Awareness Foundation. What is it? What's its mission? Why was it started? <laughs> okay. Thank you, Cheryl. Uh, the Turks and Caicos AIDS Awareness Foundation was initially started in 2003. Uh, the main reason it was started was to raise awareness on HIV AIDS within the Turks and Caicos Islands. Now, it was started by our chairman, uh, Honorable Gamal Williams, and a few friends uh, who would have lost persons, family members, uh, and very close friends to HIV AIDS. So they decided to start this foundation to bring awareness to the islands and to provide as much assistance as possible. Now, they made their first mandate uh, building the Ed Gartland Youth Center because they felt like uh, the youth should be a priority. So they built the youth center to provide the haven for the youths of Turks and Caicos Island, the youths of Providencialis, where they have a facility to go to after school uh, to grow and to become better individual, to learn new skill, and to pretty much expand on whatever talents they may already have. Now, once they realized the youth center was a success, um, they decided, you know what, now we're going to focus on the patients. So in 2014, uh, they decided to start working to changing, on changing the mandate of the Turks and Caicos AIDS Awareness Foundation to patient care. So that's when we formed an alliance with Aldora and her team, and we started providing more assistance and support to persons living with HIV AIDS in the Turks and Caicos Island. <laughs> so right now, our primary mandate is to ensure that everyone living in the Turks and Caicos Island has the best care and treatment that the Turks and Caicos has to offer without fear of discrimination, without any fear whatsoever. So that's our primary focus today. That's a tall mandate. I know. <laughs> because stigma and discrimination are still so prevalent. Yes, yes yeah. it is. Absolutely. It is. I mean, if you look back, uh, what we went through in the last what, two, two and a half years with the pandemic mm -hmm. with COVID, mm -hmm. we saw even mm -hmm. something is it's simple in the fact yeah. that the mm -hmm. design of yeah. the disease, the virus, but just look at the impact yeah. in terms of the people stigma. People were shunned even with COVID. Exactly. If you sneezed yeah. in exactly. public or coughed in public, yeah. people exactly. were quick to kind of yeah. ostracize. So that was always the concern. Um, I know growing up, um, the, the AIDS epidemic was pivotal around that time, especially in the 90s, where it was more the stigma than anything yes. else. People yeah. were afraid yes. to even get tested yes. because, you know, now you would confirm that you mm -hmm. have the virus and people would treat you differently. Yes, yeah. yes, so, exactly. I mean, so obviously there's a psychological impact associated with mm -hmm. that kind of behavior. So how do we assist patients in mm -hmm. that regard? Obviously, you focus on the physical well-being, but yes. how do you assist them with the mental and psychological adjustment? Well, um, currently 
uh, psychologically, we rely on the Department of Mental Health mm -hmm. uh, to provide that psychological support when necessary. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people uh, don't realize that once you're living with HIV AIDS, you do need that psychological support, it now becomes mandatory because not only are you fighting with an illness that's affecting your body, you also have the mental aspect of it. So we work very closely with that department also um, and Nurse Tyndall, I should say, has Dr. Prince and so forth on call where when the need arises, we reach out to them and we link that patient to that yeah. facility. Um, Nurse Tyndall, before the show, we, we mentioned to Nurse Tyndall that, you know, she never retires. And mm -hmm. she said the emphasis is more on love for country and people. So, Nurse Tyndall, what role do you play in this whole um, AIDS awareness program? Good morning, everyone. And thanks for having me. Um, my part that I play is to make sure that the patients get their medication. If there is a new patient, be sure to find them because even though they are tested positive, they are afraid to come forward mm -hmm. because of stigma and discrimination. Mm -hmm. So my role is to assist the health promotion department in seeing that persons get their medication or seeing them assisted with whatever needs they may have. Mm -hmm. can, can you say roughly how many people we have living with AIDS in Turks and Caicos now? Well, we say approximately 500 persons really? are living with, living HIV, with and HIV in the Turks and Caicos, oh, wow. which is a large wow. number for our population, population yes. that we yes. have. Yeah. But what, what we need to know is that because of our unique position that we have, persons join the program. Approximately 260 persons are on the program, but not all persons are active reason yeah. they migrate mm. Mm. and you may see a person today and you haven't seen them for a whole year and then they suddenly appear out of nowhere mm. meaning that they're mm -hmm. back in the country mm. yeah. yeah so it's difficult for us to figure the, the the amount of persons that are living with hiv and AIDS. but what i must say is that we want to encourage everyone to come, get your treatment, live longer. UN AIDS have a mandate for 2030. 90% mm -hmm. is a 1990 mandate. 90% of persons within your country must be tested. Out of that 90% that is tested, 90% must be on antiretroviral treatment. And out of that 90 another 90% must be they must be reached the target of uh, not uh, cannot see the suppression must be there mm. must be a uh, undetectable status meaning that you're still HIV positive but the machine cannot, cannot count cannot detect it mm -hmm. some persons will say they're cured but they're not cured because we haven't found a cure yet yeah and from those percentages you just listed, how are we doing in Turks and Caicos? <laughs> when you think of those percentages. Uh, when I think of those percentages, what because of the COVID, mm -hmm. 
that came on the scene, those percentages were decreased. We have met them, and WHO is now looking at changing the time span to 2035. So, based on what you said about the mandate by um, the World Health Organization in the UN, we've seen uh, celebrity figures, um, Irvin Magic Johnson, who was mm-hmm. diagnosed, I think, in 1991. He's lived long, a healthy life so far. I think he, he constantly talks about living with the virus and maintaining a low, I think, his T-cell count uh, with the advancement of the antiretroviral medication. Uh, medication. Yes. Uh, people can live long, healthy lives with the HIV AIDS virus. Yes, we have come a long way. The pandemic started in 1980s, the early 1980s, where they had no treatment, nothing whatsoever. Then we progressed the treatment only for pregnant mothers, and those treatments were expensive. But where we are today, that we treat every person. Once you've been tested positive, we treat. Before, we just waited on your immune system to deplete and then we started treating. Mm. But today, is test and treat. Mm. Mm. Everyone that has been tested is being offered treatment. Mm. You as a person will have to say, no, you don't want treatment. Mm. But we offer treatment to everyone. What the treatment does? The treatment builds the immune system and it reduces the viral load. If you are undetectable, it is less likely that you will pass on the virus to your partner. Mm. So treatment options are very good and great here in the Turks and Caicos. It is free, free to it's, everyone, it's free. regardless of your sex, your, your, your gender, your, yeah. your, your nationality. It has been free. Mm-hmm. That is great. Um, let, let's switch a little bit. Uh, Madam Executive Director, what's the theme for this year's World AIDS Day? The theme is Equalize. So it's letting every person living with HIV AIDS in the world know that they matter. And it's providing that personal care for every individual. And not just personal care, equal personal care for every individual who is living with the virus, regardless of your sex, your gender, your nationality. So the theme is equalize, equality for every patient. And tell us a little bit about the event that you have on Thursday evening. Yes. So on Thursday evening at seven. Fancy flyer. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. On Thursday evening at seven stars on the West Deck, we're going to be commemorating World AIDS Day. So every year, the Turks and Caicos AIDS Awareness Foundation commemorates World AIDS Day through a cocktail party. Now, this year, our chairman was like, you know, let's start commemorating World AIDS Day in union with persons who would have done some sort of service for the community of Mm. the Turks and Caicos Island. So uh, we reached out to Honorable uh, Jamal Robinson and his wife, Yolan Robinson, who do amazing work uh, for our community. So this year we will be celebrating uh, World AIDS Day and the theme Equalize in Union with Honorable Robinson and Mistress Robinson. And and they're the patrons. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Two of my favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know our good so, friend here is well connected. <laughs> the event kicks off at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we still have tickets available at the wine cellar. Uh, other than that, all other tickets are completely sold out. Wow. So the last few tickets are at the wine cellar presently. That's and great. they're not a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yes. I mean, it's good support. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You want yeah. that uh, welcome glass of champagne, ladies and yes. gentlemen? That's all these fixated yes. on. So yes. You had me at champagne. For <laughs> once you purchase a ticket, uh, you get a welcome glass of champagne, mm. you get uh, free hors d'oeuvres, and you get a welcome gift. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, you that's get a welcome great. Great. gift yes yeah. yes so it should be a fun night yeah very fun night what's the role of the patrons what, what do you expect of your patrons um well they're going to be with us for one year so uh we have not uh let the community know as yet but we're planning on doing a lot of rebranding uh for the turks and caicos aids awareness foundation so we're hoping that we will have their assistance and support in that regard and just to help promote the community awareness mm -hmm. uh, for hiv aids and to help us with getting our mandate out there and to successfully uh i should say um, achieve those mandates mm -hmm. and goals and objectives that we set out for 2023. Mm -hmm. So that's a responsibility that we're going to partially be placing on them this year. Yeah. You mentioned the Edward Gartland Youth Center earlier. Um, yes. Tell us more about some of the programs that you offer for the youth. How do you impact the youth? Okay, so we just primarily uh, built the Turks and Caicos AIDS Awareness Foundation. We built the youth center as the haven for the youths. Um, there are so many after-school programs. Uh, there are programs that teaches the kids videography. There are programs that teaches the kids dancing. There are programs that teaches the kids graphic designing. So there are so many programs available to the kids and once you're a member of the Edward Gartland Youth Center these programs are for free so you don't need to pay or have to worry about paying a fee uh, to participate in these programs so for us just getting the kids off the streets and providing a facility and programs for them after school that's a great way to start yeah. because it it removes that uh, idea that you know there is nowhere for us to go or nothing for us to do so the mind wanders and you know they can become involved in uh, activities that society frowns upon I should say so we want to encourage them and we want them to grow to be the best individuals they can possibly be mm -hmm. so it's all about you know building them strengthening them and just providing that support that they need mm. so so we were talking earlier about the stigma surrounding the virus um, in trying to combat like, like how people look at individuals that are HIV AIDS positive. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, are there programs involved with, I know you talked about activities at the youth center and involvement, mm -hmm. like, are there programs mm -hmm. surrounding the schools where you can talk to kids about just honest facts about the virus, how it's transported, yes. I mean, transmitted, sorry, and just you know, how to treat individuals with the virus. You don't yes. have to be afraid of them or exactly. treat them a certain way. We have the Rapport program, and that is the role of Rapport. I will let uh, Nurse Tyndall uh, explain more about Rapport and what they do for the kids mm -hmm. specifically. Uh, the Rapport program gears towards young people, mm -hmm. and it helps them to know who they are. Mm -hmm. And Rapport goes into the schools, it goes into the community 
and tell the people, the young people, how HIV is being transmitted, how they can protect themselves against it, and they're encouraging gender-based people who, men who have sex with men, mm. You know, it's a hidden population within the Turks and Caicos mm -hmm. Islands. So we're encouraging them, the youth, encouraging them to come out and be tested. Mm. Know your status, get your treatment, and live longer. Now people are living at old age with the HIV virus. It's not a death sentence anymore. You can live as long as you permit to live being healthy. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't only go with having your medication. It goes also with a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In, in recognition of World AIDS Day on Thursday, we're actually going to speak to two individuals mm -hmm. living with AIDS in the Turks mm -hmm. and Caicos. And, mm -hmm. you know, I thought that I was impressed that they, they were willing to be so public about yes. it and mm -hmm. advocates yes. about the disease. Um, how many individuals would you say are that open about it and willing to come forward? Not many Not persons many are all. willing. The reason, because they're still discriminated. Mm -hmm. They're still fingered. And, and we want people to know it's a long-term illness. It's a chronic illness mm -hmm. that you have to live with. Mm -hmm. You have to live your life. Stop looking back. Look ahead. Mm. It's your life. You have to live your life to the fullest you want it, how you want to live it, regardless of your health issues. People have cancers. People have hypertension. Mm -hmm. They live their life. Let others live their life. Stop looking into other people's business. Mm. Help them along the way. Help them to be productive because we need everyone. And that love must be portrayed. Yeah. And I think the theme is very fitting then, equalize. Exactly. And, you know, we're all equals. And yes. let's exactly. treat each, each person yes. with the same kind of equity. Mm -hmm. right. Exactly. And it's love. interesting, huh? Like, we talk about equal and equalize. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. if someone uh, survives cancer, they're cancer survivors. Yes. Yes. If yes. someone has lived a healthy life with AIDS, you know, you still kind of scorn yep. them. It's yes. like, yes. but they're a survivor yes. as well. Mm -hmm. You know, they exactly. made the lifestyle changes and adjustments yep. to survive this virus. So I true. see yeah. them as people. Mm -hmm. They are people. Mm -hmm. I hug them. Mm -hmm. I greet them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, other healthcare professionals, they say, but how, how can you? Because we are people. Mm -hmm. The discrimination even starts within our healthcare profession. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah. we have to get away from that. It's here 30 plus years. Mm -hmm. We want it to be eliminated. We are moving towards eliminating it. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, let us get on the move. Yeah. We will be doing testing within the community on the 5th and the 6th, which is Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday from 9 to 3. Mm -hmm. Come out and be tested. Yes. Know your status. Get yes. your treatment. Live longer. Be happy. Yeah. And help us to achieve the 90-90-90 because mm -hmm. the more persons that are tested, the more we can get to that 90% of the population being tested, which help us to achieve that first 90 for the 90-90 goal. Yeah. And I yeah. can say that you can call me. Mm -hmm. I'm still available. And yes. unretired, yes. obviously. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Retired but available. Say that number. Thank you so yes. much for that. Amananza, we know that um you, you mentioned your mandate and it was, you know, impressive. But behind you, we're sure you must have a great team. What's the composition of the team at the AIDS Awareness Foundation? Okay, so we have our chairman is Honorable Gamal Williams, and we have a board. The board is comprised of two attorneys. Uh, we have Jean Savory, Louise Malcolm. We also have Miki Shulak, Dr. Don O'Sullivan, Dr. Menzies. Uh, so um, we have Manish uh, from KB Homes, and we have Dr. Valerie. We also have Nurse Tindall. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like so, a pretty good team. Yes, it's a very, very good team, uh, a very supportive team. And I think they're just passionate about providing holistic care for persons living with HIV AIDS in mm -hmm. the Turks and Caicos Islands. Mm -hmm. We, we talked a lot about stigma and discrimination. We talked a lot about, about um, you know, telling the youth how to behave. But what sort of public awareness, you know, for, for all folks like Chivago? How do you reach those, those uh, you know, mm. yeah. society generally? There yeah. are handouts. There are fairs. Coming up on the 1st of December, there will be a health, health fair. Expo. Mm -hmm at the Gustavus Library. Mm -hmm. There is the condom use that we, that we, um, that is there for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's in the hotels, it's in the supermarkets, it's, it's everywhere that mm -hmm. we're asking persons to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. If you're not sure, make sure that you protect yourself mm -hmm. for older folks. Mm -hmm. But for the young folks, start initiate sex at the age where you are responsible mm -hmm. and in the schools the guidance councils they are also responsible for teaching sex education to the Yes. Yeah, and Shivago and Nurse Tyndall says you don't have to be shy. You could take a whole handful. Yes, 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 yes you can. Yes. I've told I just, you the story. Yeah, As I just want to remind um, everyone, knowledge is power. Mm. So learn about the disease. Learn about how it is contracted. And I feel like the more you learn, the more power it gives you. Mm. And the more understanding and compassionate you will be towards persons living with HIV AIDS. Um, and, you know, it, it makes them feel the more you know about them it makes them feel more comfortable yeah. with you and we don't want Turks and Caicos Islands to be known as a country where the stigma and the discrimination the percentage of it is so very high so learn about the disease learn how it's contracted and that way it'll help you to understand those persons more and I feel like that is so pivotal at this point especially this time of year yeah, yeah. also if anyone wants to support the program you can come forward if you want to support the program financially or otherwise you can come forward um, living with HIV and AIDS sometimes it's it's very peculiar reason um, some persons can't work and they need that financial support mm -hmm. they have to take their medication taking the medication means you have to take your food yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we can see how inflation is mm. up. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So some persons may need that support. They may need the physical support. They may need financial support. 
So if you feel that you can come out and assist financially, please do so. Yeah. yeah just before we go, and, and I give you both an opportunity to make some final comments, there's, there's, a, there's an added stigma that we tend to focus on providentialities. Mm -hmm. How do you reach the, the mm -hmm. persons in the family islands? <laughs> um, the family islands, we do testing. That's the reason why we do testing within the community. We don't, some persons don't want to go to the clinic to be tested. Mm -hmm. So they feel that if somebody comes from afar, yes. they will test. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to access care in your community center if you don't want to. You can come to Provo and access your care. And Discrimination yeah. will mm -hmm. be there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Stigma will be there for a long time, mm -hmm. but we have to minimize it to its lowest so that persons can get their treatment, they can live longer. And getting the treatment makes you live longer. Yeah. yeah. Executive Director, would you wrap up for us? Yes, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, and I want to remind everyone about the World Aids Day cocktail party. I also want to remind everyone on World Aids Day, which is Thursday, try to wear something red just to show that, you know, you're thinking about those living with HIV AIDS, to show that you're remembering those we would have lost uh, with HIV AIDS. Or even if you don't want to wear red, wear a nice little red ribbon mm -hmm. uh, just to show that commemoration and that support. And feel free to join us for our World Aids Day cocktail party at 7 p.m. on the west deck of Seven Stars. It'll be fun. And like you said, we'll have free champagne. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. You'll also and have me. remember, <laughs> knowledge is power. So learn about HIV AIDS so that you can support those living with HIV AIDS. And we can promote the theme Equalize even more. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you both very much. Thank you for coming. Congratulations to our patrons, Honorable Jamel Robinson and Mrs. Yolan Robinson. Um, and thank you for the work that you do within thank our you. communities. Thank you. Um, we'll see you on Thursday evening. Yes. I'm just reminding everyone, get tested. Know your status. Know your yeah. status. Mm -hmm. Come out Monday and Tuesday within the community and get tested. Mm -hmm. It is free mm -hmm. of Come, get tested. Okay, great. Thank you both very much. Have a great Thank day. You. you too, Cheryl. This has been First Edition. We've been speaking to the Executive Director of the Turks and Caicos AIDS Awareness Foundation, Amanan Jervis, and Nurse Tyndall. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. <laughs>